Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Welcome to Learning by Ear and episode 8 of our radio drama about climate change. The demonstration was a success and finally the task force has found people are willing to help them find a renewable energy solution for the power plant. In this episode, the school children discover that even cows contribute to climate change. Find out more as we listen to today's episode. So you see, Mr. Wangai, things aren't really going according to plan with the power plant. We are not on schedule at all to start construction in a month. Do I understand that it's just for school children? who are behind the demonstration in Deauville that got so much publicity? The same kids who are responsible for the public opposition to the power plant? Yes, sir. That's correct. They are hell-bent on getting us to go down some renewable energy route. But they are children, so they don't really know what is best for them or their town. Their defense is environmental damage, climate change, blah, blah, blah. We need to go on the press offensive, even if it means bribing. And then we need to have a meeting with these kids. So despite all of our gentle warnings, you think they are determined enough to see it through? Yes, I do, Mr. Wangai. Right then. I think we need to start throwing some more money at this. Deal with the press and set up a meeting. <laughs> Joshua, where on earth are we having a meeting at a cattle farm? <laughs> to be honest, Carol, I'm not really sure. It's just that this renewable energy investor wanted us to meet here. I think she knows the farmer. Ah, right. Ah, look, here comes someone. Oh, hi there, Joshua. Alex. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Glad to see you're all here. Hi, I'm Christine Kimasi. Hi, I'm Carol. And I am Lona. We're all intrigued to find out why we're meeting at a farm. Yes, I thought you might be. I also thought you might be intrigued to learn that these lovely cows, along with the other 1.5 billion cows worldwide, account for 5% of all greenhouse gas emissions. You are joking. What? A cow is contributing to climate change? How? When they belch, they belch out methane. Huh? The same gas that is emitted from landfill sites. Yes, exactly, Joshua. It's the wind coming out of their mouths, not the gases from their ears, that does the damage to the environment. But you can't stop cows belching. Of course not. But scientists in the UK have just come up with a new food, a mixture of chopped straw and hay that settles the cow's stomach and can reduce emissions of methane by 20%. That's incredible. But why don't we have it here? Well, you know how long these things take to come to the developing world, Carol. Yeah, same old story. Lack of money here to do anything that can stop climate change. Oh, that's wrong, Alex. We can raise the money for projects if we put in a good proposal and get good people on board to help. So, Mrs. Kimasi, what are your thoughts on the power plant? Have you come up with a plan? Well, considering the location and the resources within Easy Ridge of Deauville, I think we have three renewable energy options. Three? Which ones? 
I think, Carol, our options are biogas, wind or hydropower. Biogas? Yes, depending on where it's produced. Biogas is called swamp, marsh or landfill gas. Basically, it's organic waste that decomposes and the gas that's emitted is captured and used as energy. Can it only be landfill waste? No, you can also produce biogas from manure, sewage, town waste and even crops or cow dung. But theoretically, we could use waste from the landfill site. Yes, that is a possibility. Did you say cow dung as well? Yes. In India, individual households use their cow dung to produce biogas to cook with. That is amazing. So even though these belching cows aren't good for the climate, at least they can offer a partial solution. Right. Let's leave the cows for now, okay? It's quite smelly here. Let's all go into town and find somewhere to talk through the other options. Yes, yes. let's go. Let's okay. go. Okay. Let's go. Good morning. Quiet, everyone. We are still working on the topic of climate change. For your homework, I asked you to go through the newspapers and the internet and find some current examples of climate change globally. Now, who's going to go first? Well, I found out that the new president of the Maldives, a whole lot of small islands in the Indian Ocean, is trying to buy a new homeland for all all his countrymen as their islands are sinking due to climate change. That's a very important example, George. Can you tell us more? There are 1,200 little islands and 80% of them are no more than a meter above sea level. That's a bit more than the height of this desk. Scientists think that within 100 years, the Maldives might be uninhabitable. So the sea level is rising each year? Yes, that's what I read. On one of the islands, some of the residents want to evacuate sooner because their homes are flooded every two weeks by tidal surges. And rising sea levels are a result of climate change. Yes, that's correct, Carol. As the world warms, heat is transferred to the oceans. And, of course, as you know, when materials are heated, they expand. It's called thermal expansion. So, the global warming causes seawater to expand, which then results in a rise in the sea level. And the hotter it gets on Earth, the more ice is melting in regions like Greenland. And in mountainous regions, many glaciers are also shrinking. This pours additional water into the oceans and contributes to the rise in the sea level. Oh, and I also read that in the Maldives, the weather has changed a lot. And even the locals and fishermen can't predict the seasons anymore. A bit like here. That's very interesting, George. So, as you can see, other countries are experiencing the same changing weather patterns as we are too. Oh, and Mrs. Kimau, I read that the Maldives was the first country to sign up to the Kyoto Protocol. Can you explain the Kyoto Protocol, George? Mm, isn't it an agreement between countries to each reduce their greenhouse gas emissions to slow down the climate change? Yes, but many countries still haven't signed it. Amongst them are some of the biggest global polluters. Mm, but the problem is that it is we here in Africa who are suffering from the impact of climate change. But we are not the biggest producers of greenhouse gases. <laughs> right, there's the lunch bell. 
We'll continue with some more of your examples next lesson. Hey, Lona, I hope you've given up opposing the power plant. My dad says you four are going to stop us getting electricity. Yeah, that's what my mom said too. She said it was on the radio that you four from our school are ruined all these chances of developing into a proper city. Hey, Roberta, get off me. Don't push me around. <sighs> what do you mean you had it on the radio? Go and read today's papers. Everyone's saying it's going to be your fault if we don't get that power plant. Hey, get off me. Hey, Ouch. Henry, get Henry. off. Hey, get off her. Don't push girls around like that. You too, Alex. The town's not going to let you stop us getting electricity. Lona, Lona, what was all that about? I saw Roberta push you. Yeah, Joshua. It seems like the National Power Board are up to the old tricks again. They've obviously been paying the press to dampen down the opposition. I can't believe our schoolmates are not turning against us. I think it's time we get Mr. Gitaki, the Minister for the Environment, to help us. He said he would. Come on, let's go. Yeah, let's yeah, go. Let's go. Yes. Yeah. And that's all from Learning by Ear for today. Join us next time when the task force finally sits down to a meeting with the Pro Power Plant Company. Remember, if you'd like to hear this program again, please visit our website at www.dwworld.de forward slash LBE. Goodbye for now and thanks for listening.